Hey guys, so 2020 has been a decade of a year, but we just wanted to take this time out to thank you for listening this entire year, and we wanted to go back and kind of bookend our first episode of the year by getting a little serious to end 2020, but we want to thank you all, we hope you had some fun, we hope you were laughing with us, or laughing at us, and uh, we'll see you in 2021. And now it's time for the robot voice. Broship, a non-romantic pairing of two characters together. It focuses on their relationship as friends or occasionally as real blood related brothers. It is the last episode of Broship. Not ever. Not ever. I got you guys. I, I definitely got you guys. <laughs> they got really excited for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Uh, it's the last episode of Broship of the abysmal year 2020. Matt and I are extremely excited to vent all of our frustrations, sadnesses, depressions, and all-around bad luck. But without further ado, the great, the beautiful, the talented, Matthew Berenson. How's it going, buddy? How are you? I'm all right. I'm yeah? Right. Yeah, can't complain. I mean, I guess we will in a couple minutes, but, you know. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'll just save it for then. <laughs> How was your holidays, dude? Uh, it was good. It was yeah. um, uh, it was the tale of two cities, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and I feel like you understand this because and anybody else that is in a similar situation to Matt or myself can kind of understand this. I don't want to say that I have a favorite parent because that would be messed up to say, but I have a favorite parent or I have a favorite household, I should say. Um, and obviously that's the one that I live in. Um. But, you know, tradition says that I split the holiday right down the middle and, and go to my dad's. And, uh, you know, they started off amazing. Um, no joke, my favorite part of the day still, no matter what I got. My favorite part was just handing out gifts to uh, my siblings. We For the first time ever, we started off Christmas mm-hmm. by doing, like, the sibling gift gift exchange okay and um uh i love just seeing all of my siblings like enjoy their gifts but then on the other side like see like when you when you see your siblings kind of think about things that you would like that was my favorite part of the day only thing that sucks is my youngest sister's gift didn't come in but she yeah. january birthday she she has a january birthday so now it's a birthday gift no big deal. Um, and yeah, I mean, then on the other, then on the other side of the coin, just going to the Bronx, there were things that were discussed with my dad. Uh, yeah. yeah. There were things before Christmas where I said, Hey, you know, we want it to be, we need it to be this way because we don't feel comfortable because of everything that's going on. Yada, yada, yada. That just got thrown right out the window. <laughs> so, oh, no. yeah, yeah, which I expected, but it didn't make it any less frustrating. So, all in all, it was a good day. But my favorite, actually, my other favorite part of the day was ringing in Christmas with my best friend. You're so sweet. Yeah. That was a, we had a, yeah, we had a, uh, it was actually, yeah, you know, what? I'm going to get sappy too. Um, we usually for Christmas Eve, I'm with all my family. 
uh, we go to my we go to an aunt's house every year, and we I see my cousins and my family, and uh, you know, sadly this year COVID had struck in my household, and we had to all quarantine. And you know, I was definitely bummed. I didn't get to see my girlfriend. I didn't get to see. I, I spent Christmas Eve at home, locked in my room. You know, I had a nice dinner with my family, but for the most part, it was pretty upsetting. So yeah, we had a. Uh, we ended up getting on. We played chill till like three in the morning. <laughs> Typical. Yeah, you know, the typical Friday night kind of thing, except on a Thursday. And (laughs) wait, was it a Friday? No, Thursday night, Friday morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got confused. (laughs) Um, And yeah, no, it was an absolute blast. I mean, we we had a good time and it definitely, it definitely made the night a lot, uh, a lot better. We, uh, we always do this thing where like we start off with like meaningless conversations then we get into some sort of like disagreement, which is, as we've said before, like the most civil thing in the world. Like, I wish people argued the way that we argue because it's kind of just like, yeah, but this is how I feel. But yeah, but this is how I feel. And it's like, well, all right. So we're not going to agree. That's cool. Uh, you're into, yeah. like, you do you, I'm going to do me. Uh, and then once those conversations, I guess we get our frustrations out by just being like, can you <laughs> fucking pass the puck? Oh, nice shot, asshole. <laughs> like, yeah, just, we we're, either, each other. we're either disagreeing and being civil or working together and just going at each other's throats. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get a, it doesn't work like all the way in one way or another. But it, it, in, a, in a weird way, it like perfectly sums up our relationship because sure. like, we're, we're getting along, but we're messing with each other. And then we're disagreeing, but we're like super civil, super nice. Yep. This makes total sense. Um, Also, I wish I had a sound for it. I'll add it in in post. Happy 23rd birthday because you turned 23 before. Thank you, buddy. I guess you turned 23 before the last episode came out. Yeah, two days before. Because one day we uh, released the episode on Christmas Eve. So happy birthday to you. Thank you. Uh, I obviously, I mean, just about every single person in the world has had to celebrate their birthday this year before you and in quarantine COVID times. Uh, Unless you're born January through March. Bastards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good for you. You know, if you were born at that time, but everyone else, obviously things were different. But um, I mean, did you do anything? I know you I know that you kind of couldn't. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of locked in my my house. Um, so I really yeah, I didn't do much. You know, my uh, my family, my mom still made a cake and we very What's your go-to cake. What? What's your go to birthday cake? So mine's a little bit, mine's interesting. Mine's not like a typical cake. I'm not a big cake person, uh, which I know you aren't either. And for me, it's mainly the frosting. I don't like really sweet frosting. The cake that my mom makes me for my birthday, which is just absolutely bomb out of this world, it's called a black Russian cake. Okay. And it's flavored with Kahlua and vodka. And the, yeah, (laughs) your eyes just lit up. And the... The frosting. Now, my mom's making me this cake for years, and I'm not. You know, we've made it pretty obvious that I don't really. I'm not a heavy drinker. I don't drink liquor, but the frosting is literally just Kahlua and like powdered sugar. It's out of this world. It's phenomenal, and it's my favorite part of my birthday. It is the absolute best cake. 
amazing. It oh, is so good. That sounds amazing. It's really good. So that's my that's my cake my, every year. Yeah, your mom's gonna make my cake next year. I I I, I will get the recipe from her. And I will make you that cake. <laughs> so, is it like cooked, or is the alcohol still in it? Like the al- it, yeah, the alcohol is still in the frosting, but it, it's not enough to get you. I, I've never had it where I got anywhere, but I'm sure we can, we can make some extra frosting. It's like the scene from uh, the episode from Always Sunny where they mm-hmm. just douse the ham and and alcohol <laughs> and rum, and they just get drunk <laughs> yeah. off eating ham. That's how I want my birthday cake. Yeah, it was funny because she was making me this cake before, like before I turned 21 and I'd have friends come over and she'd give us all this cake. And it took us a little bit to realize that we're not, there's no point where the alcohol gets cooked out of the frosting. So hypothetically speaking, your mom could have gotten in some deep shit <laughs> had in theory driven home and, and got stopped in theory. But again, I don't think it's enough. It's delicious. Though. Driving. It's- no, I had, I had, <laughs> birthday cake. I swear. Yeah. But dude, it's a great cake. I will for sure make that for you for your birthday. Fuck yeah. Just remind me. Just, yeah, extra. <laughs> I'm probably going to forget. I mean, that's me a far time away. Um, anything else? Besides that, I mean, yeah, we just had cake. Um, we door dashed Chipotle. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mean, what happened? You said that there was going to be one opening right by. Soon. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, once that happens, there's that's a game changer on this world. But yeah, so it was pretty simple. It wasn't anything crazy. Very low key. I mean, I got to see my family. I got lucky. My, uh, you know, I was quarantining. I wasn't seeing my girlfriend. She stopped by. Uh, you know, we just spoke from one end of my driveway to the other, and got to see her for a, a few minutes. But besides that, I mean, it, it was it was chill. It wasn't much, but I'm not really one to celebrate anyway. So I got I got to see the for the most part I didn't get to see you but you know whatever I got to see the people I got to see the people I wanted to see all oh okay thanks I said besides you I know I know I know, I know. all I'm going to say is that your gift is ready and I can't stop looking at it I don't and know I if you can see it yours is like I don't know it's literally being blocked by my microphone yours is right there. Oh, did you do that on purpose? No. All right. Yours totally is yours is literally like, like right. <laughs> and actually, when I showed you my room before, I'm like, oh shit. Yours is wrapped, so. Oh, yours is not. <laughs> it's fine. Not yet. Not yet. Anyway, um, but I did show it to some people through yeah. Snapchat, and they were like, oh, that's so sick. Um, oh, you're you're gonna outgift me. I'm nervous now. No fucking way, I'm gonna outgift you. I don't know. Let's say, man. Um, anything of note as far as like, I hate doing this, but anything of actually, yeah. Anything of note that you got as a gift? Yeah, I, um, I, uh, uh I hate to use this word. I, I this phrase, I did pretty well. <laughs> like I did pretty well. No, um, I, uh, I was lucky this year. I, my, um, my mom got me, uh, and everyone finds us. Everyone, I got so excited when I opened this box and everyone laughs at me. I got a hard drive. <laughs> Dude. It's just nice. It's hey. so thin. Two terabytes. SSD, which is amazing. I love these. SSD. I love SSDs. This is my first SSD. 
and this is such geek talk and people don't care but i <laughs> two terabytes uh it's super fast the only thing is my laptop's been having an issue reading external hard drives so it's not working to its potential but i opened this and everyone's like what is it and i was like gonna save my life that's what it is yeah no <laughs> what company samsung the uh, t7 it's fast it's it's a solid <laughs> that's a pun it's a solid hard drive it's really good um i can go into details but no one wants to hear those uh i've been looking into laces actually so laces are nice i'm gonna go into details only thing i would worry about with the lacy is very similar to my other hard drive um they're disc drives so one they're big they're much bigger uh this has but girth. a lot of girth yeah, so this girthy bad boy's got four terabytes. This tiny little dude's got two terabytes. Um, two terabyte guys faster. And the thing that's nice about disk drives is they hold up a lot more space, whereas a standard state drive probably will not. However, the nice thing about a standard state drive is there's no moving parts. Everything's internal or one piece, whereas with your, your disk drive, everything's getting read off a magnetic disk. And it's more likely to fail or break, especially if you're looking for portable. Fun facts with Matt. I did not know that. I but can it, go. It looks, it looks fucking sick. Ask as many know. questions as you'd like after the Dude, podcast. Listen, folks, I know uh, the four terabyte might be thicker, might be able to do a little bit more power. Might hold a little bit more. But that thin two terabyte one? faster gets the it's job it's never gonna leave you it'll be around forever it's, it's all about how you use it you know and <laughs> and guess what it it will it will be there for you after i've seen i've seen big bulky gigantic hard drives just fail out after a couple uses i've never heard a bad thing about a thin samsung two terabyte external hard drive no That's man what I'm gonna say. It, it's the go-to uh <laughs> listen you get the big ones they're fun for a little bit but if you want something for the long term you get the little guy yeah i mean eventually it starts to hurt i'm sure like you yeah know. you know it it might it you're gonna pay for it later you might as well yeah. just you know yeah <laughs> um besides that uh i got a drone which i got to play with that today and mm. I'm happy you got a drone, but I really wish you didn't get a drone because I'm I cannot wait for that text. <laughs> what text? Oh, dude, I fucking sliced my hand open with <laughs> drone. Cannot wait for it. So, <laughs> so I, I I I take it out of the box. <laughs> the first that I have it, I take it out of the box and I place it on my floor, and I accidentally hit the launch button. <laughs> And the thing just goes up. Now, my room's pretty tiny. It's not a very big room. I'm sitting on my bed. The drone's like a foot and a half away from me, flying about three feet above the ground, just hovering. And I can't figure out how to land the thing. And I'm, I don't know what the buttons do yet. So I'm afraid to like hit the wrong thing and have it like come at me, slice my face. I'm freaking out. Wind is just turning all the crap that I've had in my room the last few days. It's just flying everywhere. It was a very scary moment, but I was able to figure it out. So you didn't? Nothing has been cut yet. I, I'm happy that you said yeah, because it yes. definitely will. How you about you? Definitely will. <laughs> I didn't get a drone. No, I, no, I know that. I, I know that. But you got something I, I would say equally as cool. 
Uh, so the sound quality that you're hearing might be a little different. And that's because my parents came up clutch. Matt and I have been talking about wanting to get one of these for, for like, for like what, like the past month we talk about it like once a week at least. I mean, yeah, I know for a fact, I know I've wanted one myself for like five years. They haven't been around for that long, but for like a solid year, then you and I have been talking heavily about, one we looked up prices and it was like it would make sense if we did the podcast like together everything like that yeah like we've been we we've done we've done the whole like we've window shopped this as much as possible yeah so now this is where i get to be a nerd i got a roadcaster pro uh-huh. which is essentially like a sound mixing board for uh like podcasting and, and everything yep. like that and it sounds amazing i mean like it comes with like sound effects and Matt had a great idea. So next time I have a story that starts with alcohol, it's just going to be <laughs> like, there's going to be a bunch of things that, that we're going to be able to do with this puppy. And when I opened it, I screamed. So they, I don't blame you. When you sent me the photo, I screamed. I got excited for you. <laughs> I, I So the first gift that I opened was this microphone. I got a new microphone and uh, it's a zoom microphone. And I'm like, Oh, this is awesome. You know, the Yeti was the Yeti's a good mic. Solid mic. It really is a good mic. Um, but this is a better microphone. You can just hear in the sound as I, yeah, it's just that next step up. It yeah. sounds great. Yeah. Um, so I was like, Oh, this is awesome. So then the, the last gift was the roadcaster and i'm opening it and i'm not really paying attention because i'm talking to like my siblings and stuff like that and then i completely unwrap it and then i just look down and it takes me a second i do a double take and then i just scream at the top of my lungs <laughs> because i could not believe that i was holding a roadcaster like it was unbelievable and i was so happy and uh to be honest with you i was totally down to wait to record until i got this thing and i'm like okay we have to we have to break this puppy open. Yeah, once you texted me, hey, can you record tonight? I was like, oh, he's so excited to use this. I was so excited. I was so excited. Can't uh, blame you. Yeah, and it was it was great. I also got a uh, uh, I got like a vlogging kit as well. Oh, sick. Yeah, so. Um, a nice little light up there. Yeah. Yeah, it has a lav mic too, which is good. So we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see. I mean, it's a good tripod. Yeah, no, that's nice. Um, but honestly, I, I think the light is the most is the best part of this. <laughs> and it, like the thing that I think I'm going to get the most use out of is the light. Yeah, has has that light there, dude. We'll no, yeah, to have like a solid like little LED light is so clutch. Because like this thing, I'm where I have a light above my laptop, and I will mirror it. This thing I'm working with right now is so huge and just obnoxious to have yeah, something no, that tiny where you just mount it. <laughs> to have something just tiny and mountable. Oh. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you're working with something gigantic and huge and huge and abnormal and everything like that. That's great. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Tiny light, but you know, up, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever gets the job done. Uh, is that a ring? Yeah, it's a ring light. How much was it? 40 yeah it's like a super cheap on uh amazon but it's nice i mean again nerd in me it's got different color modes so 
you know, it's got more of a fluorescent lighting, a cooler blue, and then it's got a warmer tone, which I like to use. And you can adjust how, you know, how uh, bright you want it. So I think the next thing I'm going to get is that uh, that gimbal that I sent you. I want one of those. Those things are cool. 50 bucks, too. It's not not bad. Yeah. Not expensive at all. I don't know. Yeah. I would look into it just to make sure it doesn't crap out after three uses. (laughs) But yeah, no. Gimbals are fun. They're very fun. I got Uh, mine next to me. What is the favorite gift that you got someone else? Okay. I I don't know. I'm going to brag. I did really well this year. Like, I, I ended up doing really well. All right, so so you're you're massive and you're rich, so you were able to get a lot of. I mean, rich ain't the word. <laughs> In debt, massive is the word. <laughs> rich, <laughs> rich is not the word. <laughs> subtle, not so subtle, Brad. <laughs> um. Okay, I guess my favorite, and this one's a little selfish because it benefits me too. Very last minute gift idea. I mean, I made this res i made a reservation and i made it literally i would say like monday i got an airbnb for like two nights three days at a cabin upstate for february for my girlfriend and i but yeah so i I got that and it's funny because i already had bought her 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 big gift and then I got this, and this is another big gift. So she's like, you went overboard. I was like, you don't understand. It was by accident. Um, it was totally not on purpose. Like it was I like, you know, put my card into, into the computer and completely charge. <laughs> it was like, it was like 3 a.m. And I wasn't, I was just like, oh my God, I got to do this now. So yeah, I got that. Uh, besides that, my, um, my dad and my stepmom had just moved into a new house. So I got them both, um, I got them both a couple like decorative signs for the house. Um, my dad wants to put like a, a home bar in the basement. Mm-hmm. So um, I got him a sign. That's, that's like, his name's Tom. It says Tom's pub on it. And it's so he liked that. So I felt good doing that. And then something that I, I didn't think was going to mean that much to them that did. I got my sister. She's a big reader. Okay. And I got her a page press. So when you press it, like you press it on the front, you know, like books have like that first page, it's empty. You press it on that page and it says from the library of, and then her name. And that was apparently very thoughtful. (laughs) Apparently she liked it. Yeah. So I think I ended up doing pretty well for myself or for my family. Um, I'm pretty proud of that. How about you? Um, I would say the, the, my favorite gift that I bought is the one that didn't show up yet. Um, Mm -hmm. but though out of the gifts that did show up, I got my, um, I got my pop a, uh, a thermometer, but like a Bluetooth thermometer. Okay. Uh, he grills a lot, but like, He's yeah. such a psychopath that he just sits outside the entire time. So I'm like, oh, all right. So now it can be on his phone. He can come inside and be like, oh, leave okay. it. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Um, and then I got, I got my older sister, a Harry Styles LED uh, light, but it's like um, a silhouette of the fine line. 
yeah album that's uh, cool so she was pretty excited about that i mean awesome. all, all in all i there's a part of me that wishes i did more i guess but there's also like i didn't other than like my second half of christmas no gift was just bought because i felt like i needed to buy a gift you know yeah. what I mean? like I, I put a lot of thought into it um so it was really nice to be able to see like everyone enjoy their gifts yeah like we said last week mm-hmm. i'd rather give a gift than get a gift me too 110 percent. and i had a lot of fun giving people stuff this year um i'm excited to give you yours too i'm, I'm so excited if, i'm if, looking forward to it if we're talking about like our gifts your gift is definitely up there as one of my favorites really oh yeah interesting i think mine might be there too i, I don't know i'm Try not to overhype mine because I think it's cool, but I'm also know. trying not not to overhype. But oh, you've already. I'm expecting a car. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I don't want to exchange gifts anymore. Oh, all right, fine. I mean, I think you need it since you're rich. You got all these gifts, and apparently yeah. you're hung Dude. like a giraffe. So I'm so broke now. It's like painful. Giraffes hung. They're. I think. I think they are, but they don't. It's like a one-two thing. I'd rather, you know. I'd rather be me and let them. Okay, I, I'm not doing like this on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would assume pretty proportioned. <laughs> Damn. I know Man. the gorilla is, in fact, not. <laughs> I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> I think I saw it on TikTok or something where a guy's like, uh, he he gets a genie, and the genie's like, you get three wishes. And the guy's like, like, I want a gorilla dick. <laughs> it's like boom and he's like wait what he's like what you didn't know the gorillas don't have big penises yeah they're like one inch two inches well fuck yeah oh i'm putting that on my resume outshines the gorilla bigger than a gorilla check (laughs) relatively speaking i mean that sounds pretty cool yeah no in theory for someone who doesn't know right yeah yeah then again that might just make them look it up and then they're like oh that's a weird flex well then once i get rich i'll pay google to just say it's like 15 there you go just change the Uh, wikipedia page yeah uh not to mention uh that i forgot to bring up because i don't like bragging about myself but (laughs) i'm basically famous now thanks to tiktok it's not that big of a deal why how many uh some of the listeners would be like, you're a fucking loser. I don't Uh-oh. know. hundred something. Followers? Oh, followers? No. Likes? Yeah. Oh. Damn, good for you. I got to look at mine now. Just to like feel bad about myself. 110 likes on that. Which just goes to show that it's not at all about content. It's just about people wanting to relate to whatever it is. Because all I did was just wake up and record one scene from New Girl, and that was it. What's your, how What's your total likes? Total, uh, yeah. uh, you definitely have me beat one eighty-seven. Total? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't get a lot of likes. That surprises me because you get a lot of views. You get more views you get than a, I do. A lot of views. You get a lot more views than I do. It's probably because people look at me and they're like, "This is fucking. This guy's ugly." <laughs> yeah, but they why they they look. They view. Yeah, they look and they're like, "This guy's ugly." I'm not giving him a like. <laughs> we all know that. Like. We all know that you've done that. You're like, I don't. There's something about this kid that I just don't like. Like funny video, but I'm not gonna like it because I don't like you. No, nah, I don't. I don't know. If I, I based do. on their look, I do, I do it all the time. 
I'm very particular. Like that, I can like I can like a video without liking a video. Dude, that pasta bitch kid. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I despise him. He might be my mortal enemy. He bothers the worst, me so much. The worst kid on TikTok, little little guy, and he comes up to people's ears and he like starts like whispering and like yelling in like in fake Spanish. Ooh. And he's he's Spanish, but he's just trying to like get a. He, there's a he has a catchphrase. I don't remember, but he just goes up and or he'll be in a he'll be in a grocery store and just keep crashing into people's carts with his cart and stuff. Gonna be the kid that I brought up. Yeah, I, he's another. I I hate him. I, I he got arrested recently, but nothing serious. And I was so happy to see him get arrested. I the one thing that sucks about TikTok and just internet culture is people being really rude and obnoxious reviews. Like like you'll you can look at any single TikTok which. I have like five up. None of them are rude. None of them are affecting other people. It's just clean content. And most of the people who I follow and like, it's the same thing. It's not messing with anyone. None of that. It's just a prank bro bullshit. Like I hate, that's my least favorite thing about internet culture. I remember, um, I think it was, I think it was him. If not, someone was trying to do the same exact, like, like type of TikTok, but he put out a video of him just like, constantly putting his cart in front of a lady in walmart Mm -hmm. and i also think that he like hit her a couple times or whatever with the cart and then she freaks out yeah she finally freaks out but the first couple times she's like oh i'm so sorry and then she's like are you okay Mm -hmm. and she's like do you need help can i help you find something or whatever and then finally she just snaps she's like if you don't leave me alone i'm gonna call security or the cops can you please just let me continue walking it was yeah, like, and then everyone's like, oh, we got a Karen. Like, no, it's fucking annoying. Right. Like, like back I, off. I'd probably punch you. I saw I saw in the comments, mo- like. It was probably like 70, 30, where 30 mm-hmm. percent of the people were like, oh, my God, what a Karen, like take a joke. But there was a lot of people or there were a lot of people legitimately saying not only was she nice from the beginning, but even her like getting mad at him was still very polite and even warning of like, hey, yeah. If you continue doing this, we're going to have a problem. Can you please just let me go about my day? Yeah. If you, We've definitely talked about this before. If you go out of your way to make someone's day like miserable or worse or anything like that, you're an asshole. That's you suck. It. Yeah, that's it. It's that simple. There's no other way to discuss it or anything else. Like you're a You terrible. know who I hate, and she's a TikToker now, but she wasn't always a TikToker. Trisha Pateas or Piatas or whatever the hell her name is. I don't – there is not a single person – like. There's people who don't deserve a platform. There is no one more so than her who does not deserve a platform. She is so obnoxious. She's like 30 years old trying to start beef with Charlie D'Amelio, who's 16. She's constantly just, uh, she makes me sick. Oh my God. She makes me sick. So as, as someone that thoroughly does enjoy Barstool content and um, thoroughly like what's it called? Like supports follows supports um, Barstool in general. I fucking can't believe that Dave Portnoy doesn't had her on his podcast. Yeah, yeah, and had her on. Ridiculous. I think it's a little bit more than just had her on though. No, I think she just had he just had her on. She was just a guest. Yeah, because he does it with that other kid who's on TikTok. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Noah. Uh, No, not Noah. I don't know. 
doesn't matter. It's weird because Dave's like 45 and the kid's like 18. But That part is kind of funny because like, I think that's just something that he's always done where he's always oh, yeah. hung out with like the younger crowd. But, the age gap does make for some really funny content. I will give them that. Yeah. Also, I mean, just an unbelievable job. They're, uh, they're fun. Dude, I was so impressed when I saw those numbers. Yeah. And they keep rising. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's going to be, you know, I get a new roadcaster and all of a sudden I'm, I'm really great at uh, steering conversation and being a podcast host. Uh, that is going to bring <laughs> us to the just in-depth, sad, also probably uplifting conversation. I don't know. It might be – someone might listen to this. Yeah. It, I feel like last time we thought it was going to be super depressing – and a lot of people said that it was uh, we got here and stuff like that. Not to toot our own horns, but we got so many compliments on that one podcast. Yeah, and it felt nice. Yeah, it felt good. <laughs> I think the next one just went off the rails again, but yeah, you know, that's just what it is. Yeah, wait, hold on. Let me pull up our. Uh... <laughs> the best way we can do this is by looking at our episode history. <laughs> you can tell you can tell where the episode goes by the name of the episode. By the way, I don't think the cover page ever changed and no one got to see my cool my cool uh, Really? I don't think so. What if you changed it in Anchor? I did. That's where I changed it. No, not just for the episode. Oh, like entirely? Yeah. Yeah, it's over now. I don't know. It's no big deal on that. It's all right. All six of our plays. Um I was one of them, and I was dying the entire time. I thought it was so funny. Dude, I was, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. We had bro shit, but we're smarter now. Kinda. Kinda. Dot, dot, dot. And then, it's a pandemic miracle. <laughs> What's the description for that? Um, We're just kind of catching up on, like, pandemic life oh you know oh, and then we we talked about how we did, obviously don't know how to wash our hands oh yeah also i think that might be the episode that i uh blew your mind by making you realize that refrigerators don't make things cold that was the start of that and, and that that was the beginning of that episode and it's really crazy side note the the, the views we had bro ship but we're smarter now kind of 40 pandemic miracle 36 and then 23, 22, 21, 24, 23, well, 12. I'm going to call this. I'm going to call it all of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 21, 14, 18, 13, 14. Uh, 18, 16, 17, 16, 12, 13, 14. Oh, we said those many. 9, 12, 12, 7, 8, 6. <laughs> we'll get there. Anyway, you were saying. Oh, this broadcaster will get there. The broadcaster will bring the views itself. Actually, if we want, we can go through our we should go through our 2020 wrapped as a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Shall we? Yeah. All right. Since we're wrapping up 2020, let's talk about Broship Podcast. Our Spotify rap has came in. Uh it came in a while ago, but here we are. So we grew the most within the United States. Shocker. Decent. Right. Small country. Heard of it. We've gone up in popularity 133%. Um, is that good? I would say so. Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good to me. 133%. 
our voice resonated around the world in two countries in particular. Uh, those countries being... Just kidding. They're not going to tell us. Somewhere in Europe, though. We know. We know that it, it's just the... It's like split right down the middle, the One Direction guys. So, like, Nile and Harry are listening together, and then Louis and Liam are just listening together, and, and those are the two. Throughout, it, yeah. Yeah. Throughout the UK. Uh, we made some big gains. Our streams went up 463%. Our hours, 451%. And our listeners, 150%. I feel like that's pretty good. Pretty Sounds good. pretty good to me. That, that's, a, that's a jump. I mean, if I'm a conglomerate in media and I passed up on a brand a, a podcast that may be, you know, growing that fast, I, I'd feel pretty embarrassed about that now. We've dropped 1,907 minutes of content throughout 24 episodes. How many hours is that? Um, Twenty-three minutes. One nine, yeah, nineteen hundred and seven divided by sixty. That is thirty-one hours. So you get a day and like a half of listening to Broship. Lucky you. So, well, I guess it's a day and a quarter, but still, day and a quarter, yeah. <laughs> So if you wanted to listen to every episode, oh wait, actually, three hours of it is just the fucking okay. the movie episode. <laughs> Damn it! Okay, that's fine. Totally fine. But I mean, up and coming. Hey, uh, media conglomerates, up and coming podcasts with outstanding numbers. We've looked at the numbers. We've had the smartest people look at the numbers. The and- biggest numbers people could look at. Uh, and the smartest the smartest people that are looking at the numbers that we could get looked at them i mean this is astounding this is yeah we we are we are winning the podcast platform by a lot exactly uh not to mention we do all of the work on our own so you don't you don't even have to have someone do the work for us we no. do all on our own even we we do we it all logos we have two logos One of we have quite a few logos now we have, have merch ish yeah. down for purchase. Maybe one day. Oh, that was another thing my sister got me. She got me, I sent it to you. She yeah. got me a mask. Um, and for those wondering, um, where our our uh, the majority of our international listeners are from, two percent of our listenership is from Ireland. I'm telling you, it's Nile, specifically Leinster, Ireland. I'm- I don't know who's in Leinster, Ireland, but they're 2% of our listenership. So that means they have to be listening pretty, pretty frequently, which if you are, please reach out. Yeah. Because Leinster, Ireland sounds very interesting. Um, It's got an area of 7,600 square miles. I know you guys use kilometers, but whatever. 2.5 million people. Um, Telephone area codes include 01, 04X, and 05X. Whatever that means. I, I, I mean, I hate to slander. I hate to slander uh, Europe, especially since, um, you know, we, we have 2% of our listenership coming from Europe. Their area codes make no sense to me, and they are so weird. They're, they do, and they're they do. ugly. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll die on that hill. I'll be the man. I'll be the person to say it. They're ugly. Yeah, they, they, they do confuse me. Plus 4467 four, and mm-hmm. then the number. Get out of here. Apparently, we have a couple of French listeners, too. One from Ile-de-France and Alcatraz. 
All right. Well, either one you- Australian. Oh, down under. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Love it. I mean, as you can tell, we're also trying to uh, delay this. This just band aid ripping, <laughs> like wound opening conversation that we're going to have because we use humor to mask our pain. So well, call me out. <laughs> uh, I do it too. <laughs> so what do you mean? Um, but yeah, let's just, let's just kind of get into it. We'll do our own, our, our own Spotify, uh, <laughs> our own Spotify wrapped <laughs> wrapped. Yeah. Um, but for feelings, right. And experiences and lessons learned style, to quote Harry styles. We we're going to cry, but like in a cool way. You never saw I like that. It. No, it I, I know. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was trying to think of another quote I can pull out that would redact that statement, but as long as you I couldn't up, think of it's all that matters. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> all right, old Kogan. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, 2020, I, I feel like on the grand scheme of things, if we, if we look at everything, obviously not the best year, not, not our favorite year of, of <laughs> living, but I feel like I'm able to take a step back and kind of be happy with some of the things that happened in, in this year. And I, I don't know if that's the wrong way to, to start this conversation, but yeah, there, there's a lot of things that have changed. And I think that, I think that episode came out in February. So there's a lot of yeah. things that have changed in the last 10 months um, in my life and in your life that, I I just I feel like it changed us for the better. Um yeah, in some aspects. Yeah, no, I'm still a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's disagreeing with that one. Uh but I you know, in a in a global pandemic, I think that especially you and myself coming from from big families, I definitely feel like I'm a lot closer with my siblings. I definitely feel like I've taken the time out to uh tried to talk to them, try to get to, to hang out with them a little bit more, just try to, I don't know, not get caught in the rat race, so to speak, uh, yeah. as much with them because of everything that's going on. And in a roundabout way, like, would you be like, I don't know if I would have done the same thing had I been working and continuing the way that I was before the pandemic hit, you know, when I, when I sit back and I think about before everything shut down, you know, I was bringing you seltzers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, and and it was still like, do I have to wear a mask to go into a store? Do I do I have to do this? Do it? Like it was a lot of unease. There was a lot of, I don't know how life is going to really go on and exist. And there was still that thought. Well, maybe you know we can just hold out for you know, the summer and then things will get back to normal and we'll be able to go back to work. Yeah. And, you know, you and I both have kind of talked about while I don't know if we fully love our (laughs) our job. um, I definitely think that it was something that once it was taken away from us, we missed it. to appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. We missed it a lot. Even the people, I mean, yeah, no, this is a great, we were talking about this the other day. Um, you know, we definitely, everyone complains about their job and everyone gets fed up, but, you know, we were talking about how 
we had this one event that we were going to work before, like right before everything closed down. I mean, to the I, when I say like right before, I mean to the point where we were, we both looked at each other and we're like, this is premature. I don't know why they're making yeah. a big deal out of this, why we're shutting down. And I mean, you know, looking back on it, we were both genuinely disappointed that it didn't happen. Disappointed that it didn't happen. We are a disappointment. <laughs> well, yeah, we are genuinely a disappointment. But yeah, we were feeling disappointment as well. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. A hundred percent. We had a good. We had a good team. We had a good. Uh, good. Big event, which would have been money and stuff like that. Um, yeah. From what I heard, anybody that has worked it, like everyone, just gets drunk, and you're just kind of. You're not working. Yeah, you're, just, yeah. you're getting drunk in a uniform. It just, you know, it was something that I definitely was was looking forward to. And obviously, anytime we've been able to work together, I mean, that's how this yeah. relationship fucking started. Yeah, work. So, um, you know, I definitely appreciated more, but I, I still think that when I look back at that, I was still kind of holding on to something that, you know, behind the scenes, you and I have talked about some of the frustrations of not just the job that we have, the field in general, the, the, this, the desire to take on a stop gap, gob, stop gap job. Without that, (laughs) Uh, the, the desire to take a stop gap job and build up a resume and, you know, kind of suffer whatever it is until we get to that next point. Mm-hmm. and even with that like once it was taken away from us we were like what like what are we supposed to do what is there for us to do there was just nothing for us to do so i feel like we we got stuck holding on to to a job in promo that we were using as that stopgap to the next step in life yeah and it was like that's something that i personally take away as a plus with all of this because even when you look at what you're doing would you have been able to to like have the presence under the tree had you had normal times? Like I probably not. Probably not. No. So, and it's not just a monetary aspect. Like the idea of this, uh, the idea of like your own self worth is enhanced when you're waking up every single day and going to work, whether you hate it or not. It <laughs> yeah. it does make you kind of feel like all right i'm doing i'm doing something that i'm supposed to do like For sure. even if you're not on the right path you still feel like you're on a path as opposed to when i was on, on unemployment i would wake up and i'd be like i have nothing to fucking do and then i would work out and then after that you know luckily there was like yard we were trying to do stuff in the yard and stuff like that but then that became my job like i needed something yeah to do every single day and yeah and I'll bounce off of that, you know, um, the first two weeks that like extended spring break that I had because you know, I was still in college was like living hell for me. I was a wreck. I was depressed. I was sad. I didn't know the next time I'd see my friends. I just got my senior year taken away from me. I didn't I I had so much happening coming up that just got stolen away big events my graduation and things people have lost worse right what you were planning your party too right i had a, yeah this huge party that we were going to throw a concert we were going to throw um i was in the running for an award that i 
luckily I, I won, but didn't get to really celebrate with my friends. Um, yeah. And it, it was, it was tough. It was sad, but like you said, it was just finding that job or just finding something to focus on. And that's just what I did this summer. And, you know, I would say from April, I would, April till late August, I wasn't working, but luckily it was on unemployment. Um, and I just, I was working on myself though. I was working on my mental health, the way I was handling things. Cause the way I handled this initially was not healthy. So the way I just handled things mentally, you know, working out more, figuring out, I, I, I was freaking out. I didn't have a gym to go to. So I'm like, how do I, how am I going to work out now? So just taking my environment and putting that into fruition and coming through with that. Um, you know, I, I was, everyone else had, everyone in my family had either essential worker jobs or like jobs that they could still work. Mm-hmm. And I was the only one in the house not working, but I was cooking dinner for everyone every night. So I took on a role within my house and I was, it ended up, you know, at, at the time it still felt like it sucked because I'm like, I'm falling back in my career. But looking back on it, the three months that I took off basically were big for just personal growth. Yeah. I, I, I feel like when, because the the way that you just described how you started the the pandemic and the shutdowns that's how i am now um so i talked i talked about it i think it was last last episode not the episode before that but um i had to i didn't have to but i've stopped myself from from drinking I, from last time I drank was uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving, which is insane. I mean, what that's a month now. I know. <laughs> I saw a TikTok that was like, how do you <laughs> tell me you're the alcoholic of the family without <laughs> telling me? And I was gonna be like, I told people I was sober for a month and they were shocked. Um, <laughs> I wasn't saying it like that, but because, no, you know, we you you went to a wedding and we joked on this podcast how you had to go a week <laughs> that you were waiting a week and you were having a hard time. Yeah. So, you know, to take that step is big. And, but I started to to see things in myself that I don't know if I would have been able to diagnose had everything been normal. Yeah. You know, I was coming home and I, I was coming home every single day and eating everything in sight and being upset that I was gaining weight and I didn't look good in my clothes anymore or anything like that. That's where I'm at. Not that I ever did. <laughs> Not that I ever did. But, uh, you know, the clothes that I, I purposely buy oversized clothes because that's just the style that I like. And they were yeah. like starting to fit a little too well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were fitting me the right way. Right. Right. So I was like, oh, but I started to realize like this isn't I'm I've never been the type of person that has had like a six pack or anything like that, that is like, you know, doing fasted cardio and then going to the gym and all this other shit twice a day. But I've also never really been ever since like high school, I've never been the guy that's like super, just let everything go and not care about anything. Um, And that's how I started to be. And then on top of that, you know, I 
using humor to mask like any sort of pain that I have. I've joked about it, but when I would come home on a Friday and we would play chell and then I would just be getting annihilated for no reason. <laughs> like I still, I still haven't been able to diagnose why I was doing it, but I just know like that's not a normal behavior. Like that's not something that, that should have been happening. Clearly I, there was something that I wasn't getting or not feeling or something mm-hmm. was off that forced me to do that. And it wasn't just, Oh, it's a Friday. It's different if like, Oh, it's a Friday. I'm going to go out with the guys and then come home and and something like that happens. But it wasn't that I would legitimately say, yeah, no, I got a, I got a 12 or a core seltzer. Let's yeah. play chill. And you know, that, that is not like, it's not a good sign. It wasn't something that I really enjoyed anymore. Um, because I could tell that it was something that I was doing almost as like an addiction and also almost like, well, what else, like, what else are you going to do? And Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to do that. Um, and like you said, like that, that's something that people, a lot of people have had to diagnose and take a step back. One of the great things is that you go on a site like TikTok and people are joking about how much they've been drinking, um, during the pandemic. And it's like, all right, it's normal so to speak yeah i mean i think everyone's everyone's drinking more during the pandemic that's for sure yeah but at the same time you know i when was the last time before the pandemic you were able to take a step back and realize you were upset or realize why you were upset or realize whatever it's a very difficult thing to do but one of the things that i i I personally feel like is good that came out of this is it allowed us to understand that our mental health is taking a dive because of a global pandemic that nobody has experienced before. Let's figure out how we can get through it. And let's also figure out how we can be better after it. Yeah. And I think even, I know for myself, it's just learning to be learning not to be so difficult on myself. Like I, I still have high standards for myself. I still have high expectations. I'm, I'm not saying I'm comfortable where I am because I'm not at all. And, you know, it's easy to blame the pandemic for that, but you know, I know I have a goal and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be fulfilled till I get there. And I'm sure by the time I get to that goal, there'll be a new goal, but it's, it's being able to take time for yourself and really take a step back. And like you said, just evaluate everything, you know, it's normal life for me before this was running a radio station, running a TV studio, being a full-time student, working at an internship and wondering why I'm exhausted all the time, wondering why I'm grouchy or pissed off all the time, why I'm irritable. And then all that came to a halt. And I was that that stuff made me feel like value in my life, but also it was just it was just too much. So taking that time to realize, okay, I need to not put so much like busy could be good, but being too busy to the point where it's unhealthy, where you're spreading yourself too thin, it, it it's toxic. And everyone everyone has their crutch, you know, and everyone deals with stuff in different ways. And mine was just saying yes to everything. But being able to chill, and I'm not saying I'm super laid back and saying no to things now. I still say yes to everything, but trying to not make that 
not make that be the way I value everything, value myself. And that goes back to another thing that I said in, in that in our last episode, um, sorry, in our February version of this before the pandemic, um, I don't like, I know that you disagreed with the phrasing, but I don't ever see myself being successful because I always think that there's going to be something like once the next milestone happens, I'm immediately going to want the following milestone. And then after that, I'm going to want a different milestone. And that's why I don't think that it's, it's a tough mindset to have, especially in this field, because like you said, then something like this happened. You're just like, well, now I'm stuck. Now I can't continue to, to move up. Now that stopgap job that I took on now, is that my, like, is this where I'm going to end up? Is this my career? Is this, is this what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? And yeah, that's where the anxiety of everything came in, which was, I can't believe the, the balance that people had to figure out. Um, and I, I don't want to get super depressing with it. Cause I can only imagine if I lived alone, I, 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 I couldn't imagine, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Um, yeah. which my sister had to do, uh, or, you know, even, even from her end, like, having the family that I have, the support that I have, if I didn't have that, like if I was legitimate, if I was like an only child and I was just alone or whatever, that's tough. This would have been diff- like, this would have been terrible. Yeah. And to bring that back to the point you're making earlier, I've gotten closer to my siblings this year than I've ever been in my life. And I think a lot of it was just relying on each other to keep yourselves entertained and do things together. You know, I would, I would buy like I bought this, <laughs> I bought this little hockey thing and I was so stoked to just play with my brother. Yeah. You know, it's not like, it's not like I got it. I'm like, all right, sweet. going to bring it up to school and we're going to play it outside in the front of the dorm and just have a day. You know, I, I bought it and I immediately told my brother I was, t- I was going on runs and my brother was coming with me or another brother and I would just sit and talk about music for an hour and a half. Like things that I never would have done if I was busy. Cause even if I was home, you know, I'm working, I'm going to my girlfriend's house, I'm hanging out with friends, and I'm going to bed. We don't have, there's not that interaction. So we're able to just chill. We have nothing else to do. Uh, even, like, like I said, like, just kind of getting to know and understand my, my brother. Like, I don't know. So I bought him, he has a, he has a car that he loves. He loves taking care of it, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I bought him like a car cleaning kit and I'm like, this isn't enough. This isn't enough. This isn't enough. But then it probably wasn't, but um, his birthday was in November and we had just built the shed that we were going to work out and everything like that. So I went and I bought a, uh, a bench and a workout set. Yeah. Uh, sorry. A, a workout bench with like a squat rack and everything like that. That one, that was pretty expensive gift. I don't, of course, yeah. I know that I said, like, I find my self-worth in, like, buying people's gifts. But, you know, even something like that, like, knowing two gifts back-to-back, mm-hmm. get him. Like, that's something that I feel like I would have been stuck just buying him, hey, here's a whatever, or here's this, or here's that. Yeah. And for you, because... <laughs> I got dumped right at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, <laughs> for you, 
I'm sure it also brought you closer to your girlfriend, your girlfriend's pet, your girlfriend's parents and their siblings as well. Like I'm sure all of that brought all like important people in your life a little bit closer. Yeah. I mean, cause at the end of the day, it's just about keeping your circle small. You know, we haven't been in the same vicinity since August. I think at this point, I don't think I've seen you in person yeah. since August. And uh, you know, so the people that you do get to see, I mean, it sucks. Um, I miss your touch, but <laughs> you'll get it soon enough. Hell yeah. Uh, no, but it's, yeah. I mean, it's about just learning to appreciate the people in your immediate vicinity. And that's basically what you did. You know, what was, what you know, it was just a group of people that you would see and you'd hang out with and it's casual. You learn to make the most of a shitty situation with them. You, you learn to start doing new things. I mean, I remember in the beginning of the pandemic, uh, there's this pizza place a couple towns over. They were selling like make your own pizza kits. So we got like a bunch of those. We had like a whole pizza night. We were making different things. You know, everyone, they put toppings on it the way they would want to, you know, the whole thing, just stupid things like that, that um, in reality, you go to any other random April day or March day, you weren't going to just say, oh, yeah. this guy's like, maybe if you see it, it's cool, but you're not going to go out of your way. I mean, we drove like a grand total of 45 minutes to go get the equipment, get the stuff, come back. And then we spent the whole night learning out, learning and figuring out how to make this pizza, you know, things that you might not have, you had to get creative, not things you wouldn't have always done. Yeah, no, absolutely. And again, like, do, do I think, do I think I would have been as hands-on with helping out around the house or anything like that? Probably not. Like I yeah. probably would have been like, Oh, sorry. I'm going to like, I'm going to go to the gym and I, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do that. And after a while, just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to, to help out as much, but like you said, just being able to take those, whether it's a minor victory or not, just take something that you're able to do together. Yeah. I, I feel like that's the only way that you can, look back on 2020 as not just a complete shit show of a year. I feel like there's something that something positive to come out of it. Yeah. I feel like us as a, as a society, we have an obligation to look back at everything and appreciate some of the things that we've done. Like, yeah. When, when I brought up your, your job, you probably never would have taken on, any project that you were doing, like you're doing true to Who make us meet. But at the same time, I, I still feel like it made you better because you're still going to be able to apply some of the things that you were doing with for work. You're able to apply that later on down the road. So yeah. now even during a pandemic, you made yourself a better prospective employee mm -hmm. and that's again like i feel like we're not doing enough oh during a pandemic like during a pandemic i did this during a yeah. pandemic i did that for me like i thought getting back to how you said you're you were always saying yes you were kind of just running around almost like a chicken without a head doing all these things for sure before everything got shut down i was working two jobs i was in a relationship and I was trying to go back to broadcasting school and grad and get a cert certification in broadcasting. 
I look back on that and I'm like, that really, like, that was nothing. That, that really mm-hmm. wasn't that much. But if you told someone that you were working two jobs and going back to school, that's pretty admirable. It's a lot. It's not easy. It's a yeah. lot of work. And now during a pandemic, I get my first full-time job in the media field. Yeah. Is it what I want to do for the rest of my life? No. But is it something that... It's impressive as hell. Is it something that I'm I'm happy and lucky enough that I, I've been able to to work this entire time? Absolutely. And it, again, do I wish it was something bigger? Obviously. But during a pandemic, I got a full-time job. Exactly. And not a brag or anything like that. But anybody that's listening to this, you have to find a way to take that minor victory wherever it is. Yeah. If you lost weight, if you figured out some things about yourself, like it could be something that minor or maybe a new hobby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know like some people I know learn how to cook throughout this pandemic. Some people got their first jobs throughout this pandemic because they have the time now. Some, I mean, you know, I even if something as stupid as the wall behind me that we've talked about on this podcast before, it's it's just I saw a project through. You know, I I, I set a goal for myself and I said this is what I want, this is what I want to do. I want to make this change, and I did it. And in the meantime, while doing so, I got to bond with my brother even more. He helped me out. I got to bond with my stepdad who helped me out. Little things like that. It's just. And I know it's not easy for everyone to say. I think as far as the effects of this pandemic go, we have been very lucky for the most part. I know people have lost family, family members and loved ones and had yeah. to go through some really things, that really tough things. And I think one thing that what we're trying to touch on and what isn't being touched on enough is the mental health, how the mental health rate has been going and how people have been dealing with this and struggling because you know, a lot of people have been hurting mentally and it's not something to be ashamed of. You're not alone. You're doing it yourself. But just think of like that one thing that you've gotten through and the thing that you've been able to do and pull off as that is as impressive as you want it to be, you know, and, and make it mean what you want it to mean. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I know that there's, that's another reason why i say you know whatever victory it is you know there are there are things that are gonna like i don't think that this affected my mental health as much as it did i saw how it affected you mm-hmm. i saw it i saw there was a little bit less pep in your step there was a little bit less hey i can't tonight can we tomorrow or whatever yeah like, there was a lot that was just different about you when all this started um, so I was lucky enough to have, I guess it was like time release or I was too stupid to realize that I was upset, but all of those things, you know, it's going to affect people in different ways, but being able to, like you said, recognize some of whatever accomplishment it is. And I know it's kind of tough because we're talking about it from an aspect where we really lucked out with all of this and it's yeah. not over. By no means are we saying that it's over. 2020 is over, and that's why we're having this conversation. Yeah, but it's not over. <laughs> as nope. much as people like to pretend that 2021 is going to happen and it's all going to be fixed, it's just we're definitely not there. 
I, I feel like one of the biggest things, and it wasn't just me laying off alcohol. It was also me laying off of like Instagram. Um, I'm really not on Twitter as much anymore either. I will mm-hmm. be once like hockey comes back, but other than that, I'm really not on Twitter too much. So it's really just like Snapchat and TikTok for me. Yeah. Staying off of those sites <clears throat> where people are only posting their picture perfect, everything is amazing, every, you know, whatever it is, definitely helped me as well. Because mm-hmm. I feel like as much of a gift as social media is, it's also a massive curse. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's created a generation of just... I mean, self-hatred and anxiety, you know, you're comparing yourself to everybody. It's so easy to get caught up in that. And uh, I mean, there's someone I went to high school with is working for this like fortune 500 company in finance has is affording their own apartment in the upper West side doing great or appears to be anyway, you know, all this crazy stuff, uh, graduated as the um the val victorian like all these things and it's so easy for me to be like okay my gpa was abysmal i'm living at home i don't have a real job right now whatever you want to however you want to phrase that and it's so easy to be hard on yourself you know and but the thing is that person could also be looking at me and being like okay he's in a long long-term relationship He's doing this, that, and the other thing. Maybe they hate finance. Maybe they're like, oh, he had the balls to go take on a career that he has. Like, you don't know what their issue is and what their I wish is. So it's easy to just compare yourself and be hard on yourself while doing it. I think it's super easy to to look back on on certain moments of, of your life and think, wow, I really had it put together. I really had this or or whatever. And uh, I actually just, I, I just saw a video of my favorite artist or one of my favorite artists. Um, he also has a podcast and he was just kind of talking about some stuff. And one of the things that he said was, I don't know why the term soulmate means eternity. Like mm-hmm. sometimes people are just a soulmate for that part of your for life. A while. Sometimes yeah. like jobs are like the perfect job for you for that amount of time. And it's very easy, and it goes back to something that we said the last time we had this discussion. It's very easy to think I'm not where I'm supposed to be, or it was I had it all together when I was doing this, this, and this. Or, but I firmly believe that wherever you are in the world, it's exactly where you're supposed to be at any given time. And anybody that comes into your life and anybody that leaves your life is supposed to be in your life and leave your life. So, like you said. Even even if they love their job and they and they love where they live and everything like that, personally, the city is a fucking shithole and you know nobody should live there. Uh, but even if they love what they're doing, love their everyday life and everything like that, there's going to be something missing. There's always something missing. There's always something that someone can say, "I wish I had that." On the other side, there's always something that if you take a second and, and look at everything on the whole there's always a positive to take away. So again, with the pandemic, you and I were not playing video games every single weekend. No. 
before all this. As a matter of fact, we weren't even playing video games every single weekend at the start of this. It was like almost like a random. Just, hey, you want to hop on? Yeah. Yeah. I think I asked you, hey, you have NHL, right? Do you want to just play? Yeah. And we had fun. And I actually purchased the PS10 or whatever the hell it's called for for that reason. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I did do that. I had it because I'm an idiot and I'm just like, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It came out again. (laughs) Um, That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> fuck. We were doing so well too. And That's okay. That little thing, just that little thing. <laughs> Got to be true to ourselves. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. Um, but then, as like nerdy or as uncool as it might sound, like I look forward to just being able to hop on a video game and yeah, stay up and play video games with you throughout this bullshit. Yeah, I, I mean that beforehand. No, I mean even. Look at this podcast. Uh, you know, it's it's a reason why our first episode back was called It's a Pandemic Miracle because we had the time to sit down and record weekly. Yeah. You know, we didn't have that time before. We recorded in October, recorded one more time in December, but in I December. Think no, November threw that one out, recorded again in December, put that one up, and then not again till February. We still talked about it as if we were recording every day, but, and then from February, we missed a good chunk of it until April, March hit April, really April hit. Yeah. And since then we've been, I mean, we've missed here one here and there, but we've been so much more consistent. And I, I also think it's not just some of the things that you were able to accomplish. I think it, I, I think one of the beautiful things about, about this is, I think it changed your mindset. Yeah. You know, I, I by no means do do I expect me to continue waking up at four o'clock going forward, but waking up at four fifteen in the morning so I can work out before work, like I never would have done that. But it's all about like you understanding. I have to find the time to do this. So exactly. We found a time that would work for us to eat an extremely hot chip and have a terrible weekend. <laughs> literally i mean and go to work the next day yeah that was dumb that was that was was dumber than us doing the chip like we both should have just been like i i'm not gonna be able to make it in but yeah (laughs) just just being able to find that time massive and it's something that i don't think it was we were being lazy i just personally think we didn't know how to find the time exactly my management is so much better now like definitely for me because i know I know, all right, if I leave at this time, I'll be able to walk to the train. If I leave at this time, I'll have to jog to the train. And if I leave at this time, I'm going to have to haul ass to the train. Like even something yeah. as simple as that, it's, I make a joke about it. We laugh about it, everything like that. But my time management wasn't, if I worked a gig, I used to show up like 10 minutes late just because I'm like, oh, all right, Whatever. I know we'll still get there on time. Yeah. And that, that's, that's not, like, there's a lot of things that can be taken away. Uh, that we can take away as positives. And again, just being able to find that time, find that extra time that we were neglecting massive. Yeah. That's huge. Uh, I, I know that. um, See the, the biggest issue 
I feel like of the year was the pandemic. Of course. But what's crazy is if you look back at everything, like we lost Kobe Bryant to start the year. There was World War Three. Three. Um, Bushfires in Australia that took out like half the country's wildlife. Bushfires in California that took out half the state's wildlife. You know. Then fast forward to the beginnings of like the Democratic debates and who the the candidate was going to be for for this election, and then you start seeing some of the, some of the lockdowns and everything like that. And then the worst thing that had happened or that has happened in my opinion is not just social media, but the politicizing of of global pandemic was the worst thing that could possibly happen. I'm not talking about like where you stand on lockdowns or this or that or politicizing a pandemic to the point where people are like, Oh, well, I don't have to, do this if I don't want to, or I don't have to like, it's it drove people to separate when everyone should have been coming together. Like this should have been, Hey, we don't know what the fuck is going on. Cause the last time we had something this serious was a hundred years ago. And it's scary. The fact, I mean, we were already living in a very partisan community, a partisan country and everyone has different opinions. And for the first time ever, these opinions just turned into constant debate and disagreement and argument. And they were constantly just, everything's been blown up. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with the stress that this pandemic has brought upon us. But as a community, as a country, we definitely took a very big loss in the fact that we didn't take this opportunity to come together and help thy neighbor. And we saw some really we saw some great, great uh, uh, circumstances where that happened, where people are supporting local businesses that they like, where people are donating to charities more so than they have. Like, I know I have, you know, I, when I had the money, I would make sure to drop it into, like drop money into a food pantry here and there, you know, cause I've seen the, I've seen the food truck lines at, in my community. It's, it's sad. And I thank God that I haven't got, I, don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But the fact that there's so much arguing and disagreement and that we couldn't even take this moment where we all could just accept that everyone's struggling and just like be chill with one another is actually terrifying. You know, looking forward into 2021, I hope that people just enter it with more empathy. I, I even look back to our, the last time we hung out, I remember hearing like discussions going on and i'm just like why like why are we discussing this right now why why are we having any sort of political discussion right now like Like, we're this is the first time we're seeing each other in months and we go straight into politics and it's just like this should never have been politicized from the beginning no from the beginning it should have it should have been we're all in this together we're we're working together to find out the best solution, but it wasn't, it wasn't done that way. And everyone, you have a right to blame whoever you want to blame, because I think Mm -hmm. everyone that is involved with politics is to blame. Oh, for sure. So whoever you want to blame, 
by all means, get it out of your system. But when it comes down to it, it was everyone that was involved that I don't know how much of a piece of shit you have to be to see something like this and be like, I can use this for my own gain. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, no, it a hundred percent is, you know, you ask people who don't live in America, their views on Americans and what they think of us. It's, I mean, it's really embarrassing. Yeah. You know, we've become this laughing stock of a country. I mean, at the same time, if you, if we asked you, your your thought on Americans, you're. I would all, say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's a lie. It's not like it's slander. No, it's just like, it's sad that it's gotten to that point. It, it it's sad that all of it happens. Yeah. yeah. It's sad that. It's sad that things like Twitter are not a place where people go on to see. You know. Who the just, Rangers are, who the what the Rangers starting lineup is going to look like without it being like, oh, how is this even possible? How is this guy starting over this person? Oh, you're an idiot if you think this. Oh, you're an idiot if you think yeah. that. That's that's it everywhere. And you it want- used to be like, I hate myself memes and like stupid videos and jokes. And it's just everything's an argument. Every single thing is an argument. There's an argument to everything. Be with anything you put onto Twitter. And yeah, a big reason as to why I stopped going on it because legitimately everything there there are i've seen people that are republican from the political side go out of their way to quote tweet like democrats all the time it's mm-hmm. like if you have this much of an issue why are you following them and then on the other yeah. side it's the same exact same way thing. like the fact that i mean it's certain like some people get canceled because their viewpoints don't align with like line up with the majority and, it's and then a- everyone has an issue with that yeah, we were talking about that on Thursday. Like, yeah, there, there's a beauty in disagreement, but not when it's oh, you're a terrible person because you disagree with me. It becomes toxic, and that's another thing that that kind of grew with the virus. I don't know how we got to that point, but yeah, the beauty that we were just talking about, there was a lot of toxicity going on in the world. There was a lot of just mm-hmm. oh, I oh, now your views come out. I can't believe that you think this. Oh. I mean, think about the fucking cancellations that we've had this year. Something as stupid yeah. as the the DeMello kids just being like, oh, I don't want to have caviar. They got canceled yeah. for that. Like, let's be real. You want to talk about stress. You want to talk about like a stressful situation in the world and we're cancel- canceling people for that? Yeah. Oh, Charlie D'Amelio doesn't like, like, doesn't like snails. It, it's for a TV show. And it's just, oh, she spit it out. Yeah, that's it's content. It's not real. It's not real life. She, you had a sixteen-year-old kid spit out a a snail because she didn't like it. She force-fed it to herself. Like, like she knew she wasn't gonna like it going into this. It's stupid. And you would do the same thing at a table if you didn't like snails. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I personally love them, but I knew it. I was just, <laughs> I, I bet you like snails. I do. Fucking disgusting. It's so good. How do you bring yourself to eat that? Do you have to like, like, is it like a fear factor thing where you're like, oh, all right, I just have to get this down? Or, yeah, you're I mean, you're like, I'll, I'll try anything. I'll eat anything. I'll eat anything. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm a foodie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll try. I'll eat anything once. I'll try anything. And I I tried snails. It was on a 
it was on a menu at a, at a restaurant I was at and it was kind of like the restaurant, the way it worked is you can just order anything you want. It's all under like the same base price. Okay. And, um, snail was an option for one of the appetizers. And I was like, I've never seen a snail on a menu before. Cause I've never been in a place this fancy before. So I had to give it a shot and I didn't regret it. I got it again. Then I, I would get it again. I mean, I've gotten them again. They're good. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I don't know if you can eat. I know you don't. I don't think you do anyway. Do you eat shellfish like mussels and clams? No, that shit is disgusting. Okay. See, I like that stuff. So it was a very easy transition for me. Are we going to get back into it? Like it's fucking bottom. They, they just sit on the bottom of the ocean, collect all the dirt and shit. So you think the bacon you ate isn't rolling around in its own shit? Uh, I don't eat bacon. So you don't eat bacon. I do not eat bacon. Why? Oh, I'm going to go out of my way to cook bacon. Yeah. But if you're at like, would you get an egg sandwich? What do you get on it? Turkey. I just blew your mind. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Canceled. Oh, there it is. No, I, I've put in turkey on an egg sandwich, but only at home. But if I'm going to a deli, I'm getting a bacon, egg, and cheese. I don't go to a, I don't go to delis. You don't go to delis? No. You live on Long Island. I do. Yeah. And you don't go to delis. I usually just cook for myself. My favorite breakfast is a bacon, egg, and cheese with hot sauce from on a roll from Freshy Fresh Bagels. No free ads. No free ads. Do they sponsor us? Dude, that'd be sick. They have a sandwich that's named after my uncle. We're halfway there. What would what would the bro ship sandwich be? No bacon, obviously. Extra bacon. I don't know. We have. I don't think we like very similar foods. Probably not. I mean, if you're eating snails, probably not. You eat fucking gas station sushi. Like I'll eat anything. <laughs> easy. I mean, I did eat. Never mind. What? What's that? What? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to tell them. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I feel like it added, adding into like throwing fuel onto the flames of politicizing a virus then brought us to what I would have to, like, I would have to sit back and say was the peak or or the i don't even know like like the the almost like the point of no return in 2020 had to have been over the summer with all the uh, i don't even know the right word to describe it protests yeah yeah i guess that would be the i mean it was a bunch of it was just another brick in the wall of all this like overly political stuff and i don't think it was a brick in the wall at that point i think everyone was so at each other's throats that yeah. this was i mean this was like archduke franz ferdinand getting shot in the head i mean and we talked about the it outer keg yeah we did you know we talked about it and i think the the message we had then uh, to me is the same message that i i truly feel is that if anything needs to come out of this, it's unity. Yeah. And, you know, there is injustice in the world that needs to be looked at. And there is, th- there's corruption. I mean, and this is through everything. There's corruption, there's evil, there's good people and there's bad people. 
and I don't think either of those people can fully represent a certain a certain group. But at the end of the day, you know, we need to reach a point where everyone feels equal and valued in this country and in society. Just in in small groups and large groups, we got to stop. It can't be us or them or us and them. It's got to be just us. It, yeah, I, I think no matter what side you, you like, people are going to disagree with a lot of things. And, and of I think another thing that we've talked about is you grow up and, and you hear some of your parents' beliefs. And for the most part, you're going to align with your parents' beliefs. And that's just how you were brought up. And that's how you were taught to think and, and everything like that. I think when I went away to school was the moment that I started to tweak. I wouldn't say that I changed some of the things that I believe, but I definitely started to tweak things to see the other side. And I feel like it's another thing. Like we've talked about it. We're fantastic at seeing the other side. Like we're, we're legitimately the, the Cody co Noel Miller <laughs> fucking fucking soundbite. Like, whoa, fair enough. Like, <laughs> I go out of my way to try to see everyone's side of the coin. Yeah. I just feel like nobody does that anymore. Cause again, it's just us or them, us and them. Yeah. You, you think this way, I can't be friends with you. Like one of the things that I saw is um, it, it was during the election or right before the election. Uh, if you're friends with someone that's voting a different way, like how can you be friends with someone that's voting to hurt you and it's like on the other side you would also be voting to hurt them if that's how you feel you're doing the same exact thing yeah and i'll argue without getting political because this isn't really what this podcast is i don't know that's not at all what i'm trying yeah i'm trying i'm trying to say there's this separation of like you have to think this way or else i can't it's like the stitches yeah no and i agree with you there i mean and everything, everyone's like, it's like zero or a hundred with people. Yeah. But, you know, I, I do agree. Yeah. I, I agree and disagree with like certain sentiments. Like, yeah, you can, one person can vote for someone and another person can vote for another person. Doesn't mean they don't have to be friends. I think sometimes people forget that. It's so hard to like articulate. I think people forget that sometimes like your views aren't always going to line up to other people's. Sometimes that's okay. Sometimes it's definitely not okay. I mean, you know, you can support certain things that are directly hurtful to certain groups. Yeah. But instead of taking the approach of dropping that person or attacking that person, why don't you sit down with that person and have a conversation and explain why their vote would directly affect that group or directly affect you or, or why they feel yeah. the way that they feel. Exactly. Versa. I think that that's, yeah, I think it's about telling it's about talking and listening. You know, I, I, I can come out and say, there's a lot of people in my life who I've definitely had, like I've had very far different beliefs with people and we can both respect we can both respect who i voted for who they voted for and why they did that but also accept that 
you know, our views don't always line up. And I, my, my biggest thing is as long as your views don't directly hurt somebody, believe what you want to believe because you're entitled to that. You know, at the end of the day, you have to look out for yourself. Just be a good person. And if someone seems to be blindly following one thing for the wrong reasons, don't just assume they're a shit person. Don't just assume that they need to be like dead to you. Yeah. Just, just have the conversation. Explain to them, hey, I feel this. Why do you feel that? When you and I get into those conversations, like as much as we joke about them and, and everything like that, one, it gives me a different perspective. Two, sure. yeah. It, it it also allows me to like air where I'm coming from without feeling like I'm I'm about to get attacked. And then most importantly, it just it it allows people to have a conversation and then whether it changes your mind or it doesn't it allows people to okay now it makes sense why people would do this or that it makes sense getting back to the pandemic it makes sense why you would stay home and it makes sense why someone would go out yeah that makes sense it makes sense that if a place is open and you want to go out to eat because you haven't been able to go out to eat since for the last four months whatever and you do you want to go do that that makes sense to me. It also makes sense to me. Just wear a freaking mask. <laughs> that, that's, but that's where you saw society like really start to separate. Yeah. Oh, I don't have to. I don't have to wear a mask. Like, what fucking difference does it make? Does it really make that mm-hmm. much of a difference to you? Yeah. Like, and shit. You know, you can be anti-lockdowns. You can be anti. You, you know, you you can be like, hey, you can't tell me how many people I have in my room. If that's if that's your belief, that's your belief. And if that's what you think is the right way, that's great. The one thing I just don't understand is just being anti-mask. Whether they work or they're just uh, societal, just being polite and just dealing with it, I will never understand. I, I'll never understand the the person who walks in not wearing the mask with pretend they have the biggest balls in the room. Like it doesn't make you special. So I I sent a Snapchat out on Thursday. I was taking the yeah. trip home. And this is exactly what I mean. In the whole grand scheme of things, how two people were complete assholes and nothing got accomplished because they just attacked each other. Yeah. So I'm sitting on the train. I'm kind of asleep. But then I wake up because I feel the train like start to slow down or whatever. Turns out we're pulling up to Jamaica. So lady gets on, she has uh, she has a dog with her and she sits down. Now I sit in the, the row of like two seaters. So I know no one will sit next to me. This lady sat on the other side on the three seater. Two rows ahead of me was a guy also <laughs> sitting in a two seater, but apparently he wasn't wearing his mask. Now I see it all the time. I see people just hop on the train the second the conductor checks their ticket, mask is off, and they're just chilling like time times are normal. And sometimes, yeah, I want to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, can you just throw on the mask? A little piece of fabric. Right. But it's not really my place. This lady thought it was her place. And she goes, uh, just so you know, I'm two days negative with the with COVID, so you should probably put a mask on. And the guy's like, what? She's like, I'm just letting you know, kind of being like uh, passive aggressively nice or whatever. 
I'm just letting you know that I just got a negative result two days ago for COVID. So you'd probably be better off by wearing your mask. Now she's sitting again, right next to this guy on the three seater, but like right now they're both sitting on the, on other sides of the train. So one's on one, one by one window, the other one by the other one. So they're not directly next to each other, but yeah. The second that this guy's brain realizes what's happening, instead of being like, hey, listen, uh, whatever, what, wherever his feelings lie, instead of just having a conversation and saying, hey, listen, thanks for letting me know, but why, like, it's really not any of your business what I'm doing. Boom. Starts throwing F-bombs. Oh, if you know that, why the fuck are you taking the train? Why are you taking public transportation? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Where he was coming from, I understood because that was none of that lady's business to like go after him. Mm-hmm. That's why we have people like conductors because then she could just have gone to the conductor and be like, hey, listen, I don't feel comfortable. This person's not wearing a mask. Yeah, we go about it. I know snitches are not good people, but if you really have a, have a gripe with it, that's how you go about it. Not <coughs> starting something because again, there's that powder keg, boom, an explosion and nothing got accomplished. Although I did have a bit of a laugh because it ended with, if you have such a big problem with me not wearing a mask, why don't you change seats? Why don't you fucking move? She's like, good. I don't want to sit next to you. <laughs> and then she just sat there the entire time, which I don't know. I don't know if that's a power move or what. Cause I kind of feel like saying, I don't want to sit next to you. The train was empty by the way. So it's not like she yeah. had to sit there. <laughs> so her just sitting there and like, I feel like that's even funnier. Like, I feel like, I feel like that's kind of a win. For her. Definitely. But that was it in a nutshell. That That's how the year has gone in a nutshell. And for the life of me, I don't understand it. That's not how it should have been. Yeah. Shouldn't have been. Let's all argue at each other and scream at each other. What does that get accomplished? Nothing got, literally nothing got accomplished. He didn't put his mask on and she didn't move seats. So what got accomplished other than I got a cool video to just send to my friends and make a joke <laughs> about it? Like what a little got bit of pod content, no big deal. <laughs> what got accomplished? Nothing. Instead of, Hey, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Thanks for letting me know. You know, I, I had I had just eaten a slice of pizza and I didn't even realize the mask was on. Have mm-hmm. that say that. Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. Said it's just everyone yelling at each other. I'm right. You're wrong. You're you're a bad person because you don't agree with me. You're a bad person because you don't agree with me. You're a good person because you agree with me. Like all of those things. That was 2020 in a nutshell. And it it think about the anxiety that has come from it think about some of the shit that has come from that like regardless of what side you lie on you're just like no matter what i do no matter what i think someone's gonna yell at me someone's gonna tell me that i'm wrong someone's gonna tell me that my opinion doesn't matter that's a fucking scary thought as well yeah in the end of the day you know we need to take this year and i'm, I'm i think we've talked about this on the podcast before too i'm not one of those believers that a year marks anything or time marks anything. Oh, new year, new me. Yeah. Oh, 2020, you know, 2019 was ending and we're like, all right, everything's going to be good now. And we were wrong. It's about, we need to just take this time. January 1st, 2020 to December 31st, 2020. Look at everything that's happened and how even the years before this, this isn't just 2020 happening. Everything that's happened is a buildup to this is the implosion of that. You know, you want to talk about the civil rights uh, movement. 
this is years in the making. You know, it wasn't just one thing that triggered this. It was years in the making. You want to talk about these forest fires. This is, again, isn't just, it, it wasn't something that just happened in 2020. No, this is an effect of other things that made an environment that built something in where these fires can live. But. However, I hate to make a joke about this because it was terrible. That poor baby is so oh, fucked for the rest of her life. That is that is a cursed child. It was a girl, right? I don't know. I be, I, regardless. <clears throat> regardless. It's bad. The child is fucked. Like if, it, if it's a girl, if it's a girl, it's like, uh, no, Matt, why would I possibly go out on a date with you? Oh, I don't know, Becky, because your whole fucking family let <laughs> California on fire. So I figured maybe you'd settle. <laughs> Did those people go to jail? I don't think that they went to jail. I, th- I think that they were found guilty of like, they have to pay back like millions and millions of dollars worth of of uh yeah. environmental damage and i think they had to like move because i think the only way for them to even come close to covering it was like their house or something like that yeah i'm sure in california you're not living off that with all those funds but anyway we need to take that and we just need to move forward and just be more accepting of others we need to be more empathetic we need compassion just we need to be better people and i'm not saying that it's going to be easy but definitely don't be like me don't be like john don't be like myself be better than us the bar is low there so at least (laughs) at least get past that point and we're getting somewhere you know just just be chill and maybe don't be racist either that would probably be a good one don't yeah don't be racist or sexist don't be sexist um don't be any ist actually no that's not true there's there's good ists Name one right now. Feminist. True. And that's what we are. Oh, we are very much so feminists. We've said that multiple times. I think both of us can agree the best bosses we've had have been women. I don't think I've had it. When was the last time I had a guy balls? I guess right now. Right now. (laughs) (laughs) Point proven. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, just... You know, believe what you want to believe, but also just understand other people's point of views. Be kinder. Just be more understanding. And then on top of that, when when the ball drops on Friday morning, like you said, don't expect things to just magically be like, oh, my God, everything's fine. But yeah, that's not how it works. Take take a step back. Look at January first 2020 to january 1st or december 31st 2020 look look at some of the things that you went through i mean me personally i'm not saying that i was a dirt bag <laughs> uh, sorry sorry i am a dirt bag like hygienically i'm not saying that i was like a dirt bag but i definitely like if things like if things open up come summer time or whatever would i be as obliged to go out to a packed bar would i be as obliged to go to a concert that i'm 50 50 about like would i be as gung-ho about going to 
let's just say a football game. Like there are things that I feel like we took for granted and we were just like, oh, wow, well, this is just normal life. That really didn't make sense. Like we were just kind <laughs> of really okay with it. And we probably shouldn't have been. And it blows my mind that something like this hasn't happened before because I know for a fact, anybody that's in a college frat house or has been in a college frat house and has gotten drunk there, you don't have to worry about what's in the vaccine because it was so much worse. There's literal videos of guys ripping doors off the bathrooms and poor girls have to go like pee in a black toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the sink no, it's ever and, and everything like that. Like, and that's just how people lived. It's like, oh yeah. yeah I mean, it will definitely be, I think more, I'll be more cautious. Um, I've always been a little bit of a, I've always been like kind of weird with germs and stuff, but I've always also been like chill, you know, I, I, this time last year I was in Disney, you know, I'd touch everything and press the buttons on the lines and, you know, the, you're on one of the rides and you build a car and, you know, you're touching things that people are just touching. And then I'd go and get a burger and, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily just think, Oh, I got to go wash my hand. Oh, I got a hand stand. Like just you wouldn't think of that thing, that stuff. What blows my mind is that we never did though. Like that's, that's kind of crazy to me. Cause it's just like, that's so simple. seems like common sense now. Right. Like so again, that's I, so get, I, I can't even take my mask off without hand sanitizer. That's, that's what I do too. So even, even me riding the train, like if I was going to Hoboken to visit my friend or whatever, or if mm-hmm. I, whatever was going on, if I was going to the Ranger game or whatever, I know that the train is one of the most disgusting places on the face of this earth. Yeah. But I'm kind of, I, I used to kind of just be like, all right, whatever. Or yeah. if I, if I came home uh, from Hoboken and it, you know, like I, I wasn't like, I would shower just because I felt sweaty and gross because of the city, but it wasn't like a, like necessarily like a, I have to get anything off my body or anything like that. Yeah. I want to shower because I want to feel refreshed. It wasn't, it wasn't Dude. clean myself, so to speak. I would grab a slice of pizza and then walk down to Penn Station. I mean, yep. walking through Penn Station, eating a slice of pizza, bumping into people, people are breathing everywhere. I'm not doing that now. No. I, no. I'd be freaking out. But back then, you're just like, whatever. Like, what's the worst you're going to get, a cold? The last weekend before the pandemic, I was on a bachelor party flying across, well, flying to Nashville, going into heavily overcrowded bars to the point where you couldn't even move and everything was totally fine like i did not even think think there was anything wrong with it and i just said i don't know if i would go and do that again we've never before 2020 we never walk into a restaurant be like there's a lot of people here yeah why the fuck is the wait so long yeah that's it it's like fuck everyone's here no i but you know, yesterday I walked into a I walked into a bar, and I was like, "Okay, um, you know, maybe not." No, I, I, that's one thing that I, I bet even though I'm saying it, I don't. Uh, things probably will. Just I'm not saying I'm not gonna get comfortable eventually. I'm gonna go to concerts again. I'm gonna go to bars again. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna. I know for sure we'll get there, but I think it'll be safer doing it. I, and that that's kind of that's kind of the thing. Like I I think we'll be able to do these things, but I always think it'll be in the back of our head. Hmm. Yeah, and we're gonna be more cautious. You know, I mean, if I'm sick, I'm gonna think twice a little bit about being with a big group of people. 
I mean, then, obviously we're going to have to do this again because, like I said, Nashville, whatever. Oh, yeah. We, we've already planned out John's bachelor party. <laughs> I, I He's have, as single as I get. I might just have a bachelor party. Just because. I am a bachelor. Like, if you really think about it, I am technically a bachelor. That's what like that episode. <laughs> and has a bachelor party. That's like that episode of How I Met Your Mother, Not a Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. Like, you get the sash as well. Like, yeah, the whole thing. Bachelor party. Not a bachelor. Oh, wait, no. Because then wouldn't that. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to cover this in 2021. But we'll, we'll figure out the logistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, no, I, I just think as far as everything and, and kind of rounding out 2020 is there's a lot of down moments that I personally have had, but there's a lot of things that I look back on and I'm happy with the way that things uh were handled, whether it was immediate or it took time for me to realize that I should go about it a certain way or a different way. I'm very happy with the growth that I've taken advantage of during all this. For sure. That's really it. Like 2020 sucked. There's no, there's no way for us to be like, Oh no, it was a great year or anything like that. Good things have happened. Of course. Yeah. Like, like we said, we, we've been able to dissect positives that come out of it, but in the end of the day, it's a, it's been a, it's been a tough year. But if you're able to find those positives, that's kind of what this episode has been all about. Because it's it, even during all this, it's very easy to overlook. You know, if you're not working every day, it's very easy to overlook. Oh man, I, I'm just gonna wake up and I'm gonna do this. I mean, fuck it. Like, what if you're someone that doesn't have a job but you're sitting at home and you're just playing video games all day? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. are you really doing anything? On the grand scheme of things, probably not. But what if that's just your happiness for the day? What if Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, we're just, not going to have that again. What if it's just your ability to, you know, have some fun for, for the day or whatever? Or what if there's a show that you really connected with or whatever it was? Also, fucking crazy that uh, Tiger King, that started all this. That feels like it was a fucking, like, decade ago. Tiger, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop three shows. Tiger King. Outer Banks, and then this one a little bit more personal to us, Dave. All in the beginning of this quarantine. Yeah, I mean, the first two I didn't watch. I haven't watched any. I watched Outer Banks. I refuse to watch Tiger King. I remember when we were watching Dave. <laughs> so I, it was like the week after I went through my breakup, which was <laughs> super funny because you were like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm actually a lot better than I thought I was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then his like breakup episode happened like a week later. I'm like, what the fuck, man? But yeah, like I didn't even remember that Dave happened at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. And I didn't even remember Which that. Subsequently made me get into a very big little dicky mood. And, um, I got yelled at by an RA because I was still at school for making, I was making grilled cheese at like 3am blasting little dicky. And uh, I got in trouble for that. <laughs> Shut up, Steve. I'm trying to save that money. <laughs> yeah. Leave me be, bro. Uh, let me freak, man. <laughs> I could probably, I could, I probably could have kept going, but that's fine. Uh, that's what she said. Um, hey. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just, I feel like this, this episode 
I thought it was gonna be a little bit more depressing, but I, I feel like this was good because there's a lot. Yeah. Like I said, there was a lot of things that I personally have felt, and you know, I, I feel like even this past week, it's like, well, you know, I feel badly by making making a scene or whatever because I don't feel comfortable about this, and then I started to realize like this is a good sign that I'm sticking up for myself or this is a good yeah. sign that I have these beliefs and I'm I'm not a, adjusting or um it's a good sign that I'm so focused on whatever the next step may be the next step or doing a show with you once a week or mm-hmm. you know cleaning up my life or playing video games with you once a week or whatever it is getting closer with my family all of those things you're either going to see them as a minor victory, a major victory, whatever you see it as take those things and don't let them just fall short of what this year has meant. Has this year been difficult? It's been difficult from everyone for everyone, basically from the jump. I, I, yeah, I think we talked about it. Like we were, you weren't, I think you were back in school, but I was at a coworkers and there was like a, a crazy enough. There was a, gathering of more than 10 people <laughs> sitting around and someone was like oh my god kobe bryant died mm-hmm. and i was just like what the fuck is going on and ever since then it was almost like the next domino fell and yeah. what's weird is like even when you texted me about chadwick boseman like obviously we didn't know that he had cancer but mm-hmm. i was like i wasn't shocked that he died i was shocked that he was sick this whole time which goes to show that 2020 has been kind of like a a weird tough mentally draining year yeah and the most important thing is that we leave this year and go into next year not expecting everything to go back to normal not expecting life to be perfect but maybe now we can go about things a different way maybe we can i think just appreciate appreciate little things yeah like maybe maybe now instead of reaching for that bottle because you're upset or whatever stressed Mm -hmm. maybe you go for a run. Maybe you talk it out. Maybe you just decompress by watching TV, whatever it is. Maybe there's little things that you were able to take away. And I just, I feel like it was our job to talk about it um, and, and make people a little bit more aware that no matter what's going on, number one is don't ever feel like you're alone because worst case scenario, you have us which sorry, that's worst, that's worst case scenario. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but yeah, if you ever, you know, we've said it before, if anyone ever needed to reach out, we would gladly help. Um, Always. Okay. I'm getting feedback from you. Check. Check right. one, two. Okay. Oh. It's a little bit less bad. I hear myself a little bit. I'm sure it's not recording. From you. Um... Hold on. One, two, three. Okay. It's fine now. It's fine now. You might yeah. have just been coming in hot. Yeah, who knows? Through the roadcaster, bro. No, no big deal. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's why it was such a big deal. Also, 2020 is gonna be a magical year. I say that because 2021. of 2021. Oh, sorry, sorry. 2021 is gonna be a magical, magical year. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, I'm the reason why 2020 has been the way that it's been. So next year, 2021 is gonna be the best year ever. Once Absolute once things once things start to open up and stuff. Who knows? Who knows? It's gonna be great. Roaring twenties. Here we come. You you know what the worst feeling is? What when you you're on TikTok and it's like, um, 
I made three videos and whichever one you're seeing is meant for you. And it's like, uh, like one thing I saw is you're going to get into a relationship next year. <laughs> I'm like, oh. and then I also see like, you're an alcoholic. I'm like, Ooh, mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're the disappointment of the family. Ooh, not wrong. It's like, <sighs> TikTok, you know me so well. <laughs> I wonder what the formula is because I'm on like fitness TikTok, relationship TikTok, TikTok, alcoholic TikTok. I've been on uh, fitness TikTok and I have not seen any of those in a long time. If that's not accurate, yeah. I don't know what is. I've also seen, I'm also like on like weird joke TikTok. Love those. How many loves on Star Wars TikTok? Oh, yeah. No, I'm on Star Wars Marvel. Yeah. How many people do you think have like men fell in love through TikTok? I hope enough. Me too. I know. I, I, I'm really rooting for this one couple. I, uh, <laughs> I saw this one dude. He, um, he duetted this one girl's video, <laughs> and it was perfect. It was. I, I laughed. She laughed. And um, I don't know if she knows it yet, but I, I know, I know a video. Home. I know a video is good when you like it. Like that's I like, like that's like my seal of approval. I like all your videos. That's how I know it's good. <laughs> I hate, I hate when it's like when it says like your friend. Another thing is now I have your contact. Yeah, like, I have people that I don't fucking talk to anymore because I worked with them one time last summer. It's like why am I fucking seeing this? I don't want to see their TikTok. But yeah, sorry. Bookend. Obviously, we had to get off track there. Most important thing, and then I'll let Matt end with his final thought. Uh, most important thing, find whatever it was that uh, helped get you through the year and hold on to it and realize that that was a blessing that maybe you were overlooking the entire time. So love you guys. Here's to 2021, which is going to be the best year ever. And uh, hopefully some uh, some good things will happen for, uh, for the bro ship. There you go. Be good to yourselves. Be good to others. And do your best to make positive changes in the world. And ladies and gentlemen, for the last time of 2020, that is bro-ship.